I'm Phil Lichtenberger, W2LIE, and welcome to Scanner School Session 6. In this session, we'll go through some current scanner radios that you can use and feel comfortable using based on what we've learned on sessions 2 through 5 of Scanner School. So let's get started. Welcome to the Scanner School, a podcast dedicated to the scanner radio hobby. Class is about to begin. Here is your host, Phil Lichtenberger. So welcome to our sixth session of Scanner School. Uh, hopefully you've enjoyed what you've learned about in sessions two through five. And if you want to go back and listen to any of those other sessions, you can easily do so by going to scannerschool.com slash podcast. Or you can go and pick a specific session by going to scannerschool.com slash session with the number of the session you want to go to. So, for example, today's session is Scanner 6. We'll go to scannerschool.com slash session 6. So before we begin, I want to make a really quick disclaimer. What we're going to do is we're going to go through a couple of radios that I would recommend um, using based on what you learn on sessions 2 through 5. On scannerschool.com slash session 6, I'm going to have a chart of these scanners, a little bit of breakdown, pros and cons, and the one that I recommend based on two categories, desktop or handheld. But this spreadsheet is going to have an Amazon Associates or affiliate link inside of it. So what that means is if you use the link on the chart at scannerschool.com slash session 6, I'll make a very small commission from Amazon on the sale for recommending the hardware. Okay. Now it's not big enough where I'm influenced one way or another to give you a decision. Okay. This is still my honest opinion. But having the Amazon Associates there is a great way to support the Scanner School podcast. And it comes at no extra charge for you. So basically, you would go to the website, you would click on the radio, it would go right to your Amazon cart. And if you make the purchase, we would make a small commission. Now, the upside of that, too, is if you add anything else to your shopping cart and purchase, we'll also make a commission on anything else that you purchase at the same time. Again, you don't have to buy through us, but it's a good and easy way at no extra expense to you to help support the Scanner School podcast. So, again, go to scannerschool.com slash session six to see a chart of all the scanners that we are going to talk about today. So the one thing we're not going to do is we're not going to talk about the radios that are specific to just one or two markets, right? We're going to go on the global scale here because the podcast is a global medium, right? It's not just locked into the United States where I'm from, but it could be wherever you're from as well, okay? I mean, I'm getting listeners from all over the globe, and I have to remember that when I go through my reviews. So one of the scanners that I'm not going to talk about is the Uniden EZI 33XLT for two reasons. One, it's not it's not a local, uh, I'm sorry, it's not a global available radio, sorry, we can't buy it here in the States. And because we can't buy it here in the States, that brings up number two, I don't know much about the radio. I cannot give you my honest review and my opinion on something that I'm just reading from specs online, okay? So basically what I'm saying here is I'm not going to give you an opinion on the radio because I've never used it, all right? So we're going to take it from there. So let's jump right into our first category here. And we're going to look at Uniden desktop radios. The first one we're going to look at in the U.S. market is the BC355N. And that's uh, BC, normally for Bearcat and proper fanatics would be Bravo Charlie, 355N for November. And that's the U.S. model. 
The European model is the UBC 355 CLT and the Australian model is the UBC 355 XLT. Okay. So this is a nice little radio. It's got a really small footprint on it. It's 300 channels. Now they say it comes pre-programmed and really what that means is it's got the common area aviation, public safety, fire and all that kind of stuff in there. And I normally just toss all that out, right? I never even hit that because it's not even really pre-programmed up properly for my area. What I normally end up doing is I end up making a private bank, which is a simple button on the front of it, but it's a real pain in the neck to program. So if there's a radio out there that maybe you want, you know, maybe a dozen channels in, I mean, this thing holds 300 channels and I use them. I have the B3, uh, BC350A, um, the 355. I have uh, actually the A, the 350 came in A and B, I think in C versions of it. So I have a couple of these radios on my desk and, um, they, they, they serve a purpose, right? I really only put three or four frequencies in it just for my local stuff. It takes up a very small footprint, uses a standard unit and power cord that comes with it, a BNC connector. The audio on it is what you'd expect from a small radio. But um, like I said, it's a real pain at the program because you don't have any front numerical buttons. So what you have to do is you put it into program mode, then you got to go into the band mode, and then you have to seek up or down using the up and down buttons until you get to the frequency you want. Then you press the programming button again, and that locks it into a channel. So it's really time intensive to program this radio the way it's done. So again, if there's something out that you want, you know you're not going to fiddle the radio too much. This would be a good buy for you. It's it's really um, it's a good uh, you know like I said something you're not going to use to reprogram all the time. Okay, uh, and then. As far as the desktop version, so this is really the only one that has that true desktop look with the front-facing display on it, okay? So if you're limited on space, you want something small, and you want something you're not going to keep reprogramming, the BC355 and the UBC355CLT or the UBC355XLT makes a nice 300-channel uh, radio. And again, it has the CB, the airband, um, weather, all pre-built in there, and as well as closed call. So that's something to think about if you're looking for a nice little desktop scanner. We're going to jump over the UBC360 CLT because that's a UK-only radio and jump right into the US model, the BC365CRS and the UBC370 CLT. Now, this is a US and a UK version. I don't know why they went off by five on the U.S. and this in the U.K. versions, but this is a rather interesting bird. This is a what they call a clock radio. So I guess that's where they get the CLT from on this one. the The one we skipped over is only a 300 channel, and it's only available in the U.K. from what I'm reading. So that's why I jumped into this newer one. Um, it's a U.S. and U.K. version. I've used this. I haven't. I don't actually own one, but I've programmed up several of these for customers of mine. And again, it takes a standard unit in. Uh, uh, power plug. It's a nice little radio. It's kind of a little uh, niche uh, design here. It uh, it has an AM FM broadcast receiver in it. It has 500 channels, which is really nice. It's got a amber display on it, which is a little little funky, and uh, really big volume and squelch knobs on it. Now, again, I don't own one of these because my wife would probably beat me up if I brought one of these things into uh, the bedroom. But you know. My radio stay in my own little area of the house, but um, you know it would be good too if you're looking for something that is multi-purpose. You're looking to save some counter space, that kind of deal. This would make a really good desktop scanner. 
It's um, easy to program using the numeric keypad right on front. It does no weather alert. Again, it could be dual function with your uh, alarm clock or your AM, FM radio. But again, it's not really something you would leave on a desk if you were going to build a radio room. This is more of a, you know, leave it upstairs, leave it in the bedroom, uh, maybe leave it in an out-of-the-way area that you don't need or want something that looks like a radio but would function like one, okay? And then finally, we're going with the Whistler, okay? The Whistler WS1025. It's an international radio. This is basically their entry-level unit. It's a 200-channel. It is keypad programmable and also PC programmable, Okay. And I've used about one of these for maybe about 15 minutes before I threw it back in the box and gave it away to somebody. That's not to knock it and say it's not a great radio. It just, to me, wasn't there. Um, it, it, it just didn't feel it didn't feel as well put together as the unit ones, okay? Uh, again, this is a model that you, uh, Whistler took over for when they brought in the GRE line when they acquired uh, GRE. So this would be the same as uh, the previous GRE, which I skipped my, uh, I think it was a PCR 100, I believe, or 200. Um, and also it was a Radio Shack line here in the States, okay? So, but again, this is a nice, affordable, uh, front programmable, PC programmable radio, though it does feel a little bit chintzy with the knobs and the dials. So that's not to knock the radio, though, all the way out. This is probably the um, my second runner-up when it comes to the desktop scanners, okay? And, and really... What we're going to look at here is I'm going to say that the BC355N or the UBC355CLT and the UBC355XLT would make a great entry-level conventional receiver uh, because of the fact it looks like a scanner that you'd see on your desktop. It's got a nice front-facing display and, um, you know, it, it, that... Um, that's kind of where I'm leaning to on the desktops right now. Now, again, we're not talking about the trunking radios here, okay? When we get through the trunking topics, we'll talk more about the radios that I prefer for trunking. Now, best bang for your buck, you may want to go for an analog trunking radio like the BCT-15X or something like that. But again, we're specifically talking about conventional-only entry-level scanners that we've discussed that would cover what we talked about on sessions two through five of Scanner School. So... Okay, so now I know I said that the the Whistler <clears throat> was my second runner-up, but you know, based on the build, it's going to be a toss-up between the the clock radio and the desktop scanner by Whistler. Again, if you're looking for something that's a scanner um, that looks like a scanner, go with the Whistler. But again, that that Uniden is a real niche type of thing. I mean, it's it's a desktop radio. It's um, I keep playing with the idea of buying one of them. Um, you know, the build quality is there. The, 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 the volume knobs feel kind of, you know, they feel solid. The switches all feel very sturdy. But um, to me, it's just an interesting concept, I guess. But um, again, too, if you're looking for something that would be a NOAA weather receiver, that's where that radio would be good. So maybe that would be my second choice. That's what I'm going to go with right here. I'm going to go with the BC355 followed by the UBC uh 6365 crs or the ubc 370 clt based on where you are and the runner-up will be the whistler ws 1025 okay so let's now move into the handheld market uh this is where i really see there being um 
I don't know. I, I like I like the handheld market when it comes to the affordable scanners. I, I really like the desktop ones when it comes to the higher end stuff. I guess it's just the way that I am. I, I kind of um I, I I honestly I have the disease, right? I have to have every scanner that's out there. So I do have both versions of, you know, if it's a handheld, it's a, I have the mobile. If it's a mobile, I have the handheld. It's I gotta have them all, right? So um I don't know. I, I, I definitely like the handhelds, though, when it comes to the entry-level stuff. Because it's, you know, you could take it with you. And um, for the price point, you know, if something happens to the to the radios, it's really not like you're out a couple of hundred bucks. Yeah, right. So let's uh, let's jump into what we got here. We got um, we got three radios I want to discuss here. The first one is the Uniden BC75XLT, and that's the U.S. model. The European model of it is UBC75XLT. It's a uh, nice little handheld radio, a great front display, redesigned from a previous version of it. I believe it was the uh, the 72. This one holds 300 channels. Like I said, really nice, large display, easy to use keypad, very easy to read. It's got the old BNC connector on it and one dial on top. Runs off of two AA batteries. But, um, you know, this one really isn't my best buy. My best buy on this one would be the BC125AT, and that's the U.S. version. The uh, U.K. version is the UBC125XLT, and the Australian version is the UBC126AT. Now, again, I'll have a chart for all these radios on the Scanner School website, scannerschool.com slash session six where you can take a look at the chart and the, and the pictures of the radios and some of the specs on them so but i'm going to say that the bc 125 at is my clear winner even when it comes to the desktop stuff i am going with this radio as an overall winner for everything i'm talking about today 500 channels it's the only one here that does alpha tags and pl with dpl all right so if you're looking for something that's going to filter out all the nonsense on a, on the same frequency and really gets you going on exactly what it is you want to listen to. This is the radio to get. All right. One of the drawbacks though with this radio is that it uses a USB charger. Now the radio will not charge if it's powered on. All right. Remember that. So if you want to charge it and use it, that's not happening with this radio. All right. In fact, that's not happening with pretty much all of the radios out that Uniden makes that uses a USB charger. The reason I am told that that is uh, built that way is because most computers, or or the, I believe the spec for USB, if I'm not wrong, only allows for a certain amount of current draw on the port. So the Uniden will only pull that much from the power source. Using the radio at the same time of the charger would max out... Um, the, the current draw that's available on the power of the USB port, okay? I'm trying to think of the right, right way to say this and explain it so I'm not getting my terms incorrect here. So, um, so yeah, so if you want to use the radio on DC power, you can. It will not drain the battery, but you cannot use the radios and charge it at the same time, okay? But with that said, this is still my number one pick, on all the radios that we discussed today, okay? And again, this one is also PC programmable and it uses a regular USB cable to do so. No special, uh, actually you do need drivers to communicate with the radio, but beyond that, you can use uh, commercial software to do it. Now I recommend the Butel 
software. And if you are interested in the Butel, again, this will be another affiliate link. So if you do decide to buy the software using my link, uh, I would make a small commission on the sale. So if you go to scannerschool.com slash Butel, and I'll spell it phonetically, that's Butel, Bravo, Uniform, Tango, Echo, Lima, B-U-T-E-L, uh, again, scannerschool.com slash Butel, you can download a copy of the ARC 125 software. And again, if you're not ready to make a purchase, you can still use my affiliate link, which is, again, scannerschool.com slash Butel. Download a, um, a restricted copy of the software. See if you like it. And then once you're ready to buy, please, again, continue uh, loop back through scannerschool.com slash Butel to give us credit for the sale. Again, this, I use all Butel software to program up my scanners. Uh, it's not to say I don't use FreeScan or ProScan, but I have been a loyal fan of Butel uh, for beyond 10 years, so I can I can really strongly recommend their product. Okay, so the final radio we'll talk about really quick is the Whistler WS1010. This is a 200 channel uh, scanner. It's a bit bigger than the um, than the uh, the Uniden models, and um, you know because of that, it's it's not really, you know, super great to, uh, to to hold in your hand. Other than that, though, it's a very easy radio to program. Uh, again, front keypad display on it. Uh, it's got a uh, an older style LCD display with the segmented lines on it, so it's really not. Um, uh, um, actually, yeah, it's got the amber backlight. But uh, again, this was this was brought in by GRE, right? When they when they acquired GRE and uh, and Radio Shack. And again, if you want to download software, you can program this using uh, the special cable uh, for the GRE line. And again, Butel makes software for this, and also the um, the other Whistler that uh, we talked about earlier, the Whistler. Um, the Whistler uh, WS1025. So again, that's at uh, scannerschool.com slash Butel. And I'm actually looking right now at the uh, Butel website, and it's the Whistler 1010 and the Whistler 1025 are both supported. And you would use the Whistler, uh, I'm sorry, the, the ARC 404 software. So again, that's scannerschool.com slash Butel. And for the WS1025 and the WS1010, you'd be looking for the ARC 404 software. Okay, so let's go through and rank the handheld scanners that we just talked about. Uh, first, we'll go with the BC125AT, the UBC125XLT, the UBC126AT as our clear winner for everything that we've, you know, like I've already said. That's the handheld winner and everything else we talked about today. Second up, I would like to stick with the Uniden, with the Uniden um, BC75XLT. It's a 300 channel unit, and because it's 300 channels and not 200 channels, that's why I picked it over the the Whistler. And again, I failed to mention before that Butel also makes software for the BC75XLT and the UBC75XLT. Uh, you'd be looking for the ARC75 software for those two models. Um, and it looks like it says winter sale right now, so this this version of the software might be on sale. Uh, check out scannerschool.com slash Butel again for our affiliate link. And again, if you use the link, they will make credit for the sale. All right, so that's where we got it. Clear winner on everything is the Uniden BC125 
125AT, the UBC 125XLT, and the UBC 126AT product line. Now, I use this radio uh, to monitor FDNY and NYPD where I am at. Again, 500 channels. It's got five banks in it, AA batteries, BNC connector. And if you like the form factor on this one, it's a... Um, it's the same factor when you go into the trunking handhelds, all right? So it's basically the same casing as the BCD325P2. But again, we'll talk more about that product when we get into the, the trunking radio reviews. So again, this session of Scanner School is sponsored by EastCoastPagers.com. East Coast Pagers is a unication Apollo and Swiss phone dealer serving the U.S. market. From one-way numeric and alphanumeric pagers to voice NP25 pagers, they have you and your department covered. Check out eastcoastpagers.com for Unication G1, G4, and G5 products and accessories. All Unication G1 pagers purchased from East Coast Pagers will come with a spare set, spare set of batteries and a spare belt clip. All G4 and G5 ores will ship with an extra belt clip. Complimentary programming of your department's dispatch and fire ground are included with your purchase. Now, you can contact eastcoastpagers.com for a custom quote for your pager. So again, reach out for a custom quote for your individual or department pager at eastcoastpagers.com. Okay, so let's take a quick look at our uh, feedback from Facebook and our mailbox. So, uh... First one comes back in from Facebook. We got one from Bob Murphy. He says, Hi, Phil. Doing a great job with the podcast. Bob, thank you very much for the feedback. I appreciate it. Kevin Knott writes in from uh, Facebook as well. He says, Good day, Phil. Listening to your podcast from Adelaide, South Australia. I'm an emergency services volunteer. and I've been scanning for a fair while. Looking forward to the sessions in trunking and P25 as our government radio network is transitioning from analog to P25, which is a massive project. Also, will you be covering SDR at some point? Keep up the great work. Kevin, thank you so much for writing in. I was um, I was actually getting ready to do an interview on another podcast before uh, or, or, or prepping for it just as your your messages were coming in. And uh, really interesting for me to wrap my head around the fact that you're you're clear, clearly across the other side of the globe from me, and um, you know, and, and listening to uh, to my podcast, you know, just how how I listen to other podcasts on my way to work, uh, maybe while at working, as sometimes if I need uh, to stay focused on what I'm doing and and, and block out all the side noise. So, um, really, really great to hear you uh, checking in from Australia. So, yes, we're going to get into P25 really soon, and we are going to spend quite a bit of time covering SDR. Uh, SDR, or software-defined radios, I feel is a huge, huge topic that we can talk about. So we'll get into SDR, and then maybe we'll spend a couple of sessions going through different kinds of things that you can do with an SDR, all right? So we won't just... Uh, graze the surface of this topic. We'll spend a couple of weeks going through all that. So that's on the schedule. I don't have an estimate as ex to exactly when we'll be getting there, but um, it is on the um, the list of topics to cover. So again, from Australia, I want to say thank you so much, uh, Kevin, from checking in and giving us your feedback. 
So Jim writes in via uh, email. He goes, Phil, thanks for starting the podcast. I've been around scanners all my life. I was a firefighter for 30 years in a volunteer fire department and a fire buff since I was 15. I've been taking photos at fire scenes since then. Currently, I'm a member of the CT Fire uh, Photographers Association. That's the Connecticut Fire Fire. Uh, sorry, the Connecticut Fire Photographers Association. And their website is ctfirephoto.org, and he also owns his own website, which is rescue. Um, actually, it's r e s two three c u e dot net. Now, I was on the website. Uh, I've been on the website a couple times. I'm not gonna lie, and uh, I just checked it out again just before I. Uh, start recording his podcast just see if he's made any changes since the last time I've been there and the photography on that site is 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 stunning so if you want to check it out again uh, Jim's website is res that's Romeo Echo Sierra the number is 23 followed by CUE so that's Charlie Uniform Echo dot net so I see you have the same interest he continues to write I also got my ham license about two years ago and now studying for the general test I love to talk to you if you'd like, for your podcast. And he'll also be sending a link to the other members of this CFPA for the podcast. So, Jim, thank you so much for sharing the podcast with those in uh, in your group. I greatly appreciate it. Always looking forward to getting new members to the podcast. And I would also love to talk to you on the podcast. So I'll be reaching out to you to schedule. If, you, if you'll be on the podcast, I'd love to hear about... Um, uh, what you do and 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 uh, you know how how you go about taking the photography and also how scanners play a role in um, in finding out where to go and and if you use them while you're actually out shooting and whatnot. So um so yeah, I'll be reaching out to you, Jim, and uh, hopefully we'll have you on in a future episode of Scanner School. Scott writes in, thank you so much for doing this. My ears are glued to the speaker. Thank you, Scott. And Aaron also writes in. Listen to your podcast and found them very interesting. I've been a listener for a number of years now, but was still uh, would still not consider myself an advanced user. There is a lot to learn. Because I sent you a message through your website asking a question about being able to listen to certain talk groups in my area that I can't seem to get. I've got very two uh, two very good scanners, both capable of P25 Phase 1 and Phase 2, but cannot seem to get the talk groups for my area. And it is very, very frustrating. I don't know if there's something I'm doing wrong with my settings or if there's another way to program. I am willing to pay you for your time if that's what it takes. We can solve this. Please advise if you can help me. Thank you. Aaron, I um, I did respond to your other email. I responded to this one again. So hopefully you um, you uh, can hear from the podcast that I did try to reach out to you. Uh, maybe check the spam folder if you haven't seen one. But um, but yeah, if you want to give me the exact, uh, the exact trunking system, that you are looking to receive, I'll take a look at it on Radio Reference and see if I can help you out. But you also bring up a very good topic um, about paying me for my time uh, to to go through this. And I would like to make the announcement that starting now, you or anybody who's listening to the podcast or even anybody else can hire me as a one-on-one consultant for help with their radios. Okay, so... You can go to scannerschool.com slash consulting and or just use the menus on top or just use the contact me form and you can schedule me for a 30-minute session, $27 U.S. currency uh, for the 30 minutes. Now, again, we're not limited to 30 minutes. We can go larger than that if it takes you more time. But um, but yeah, I, am, I would love to help more of you on a one-to-one basis and... Um, 
we would use uh, Skype to go through a voice call, or we can use TeamSpeak to kind of go through, you know, if you need help programming with the software. And I'll be, you know, I'll be there on the other end to, to, to help you and guide you through what you need to know and, and uh, answer any questions. And again, no question would be, uh, would, would be out of the ordinary for me at this point. I think I've I've helped plenty of people with um, from what coax to pick to what uh, what uh, connector goes on the end to how to wire up a, a power supply to their scanners to grounding and antennas and um, you know all all that kind of stuff. So um, so yeah. So if anybody's looking for one on one help and they're frustrated with their scanners and and uh, or maybe they're not getting the help they need on on other web communities, please reach out to me and I'll be more than happy to help you. So thanks again for listening to Scanner School. Uh, I hope that uh, you guys enjoy listening to these as much as I enjoy sharing the information I have here. And again, I want to remind you that the uh, there was two affiliate links that I gave in the uh, in the podcast. The first one was for Butel, which is scannerschool.com slash Butel. And the second one will be found on scannerschool.com slash session six, where we go through all of the scanners that we reviewed today. Okay. Again, you don't need to go through them. Um, it's just that if you use one link or the other, we do make a very small commission and I want to be, um, very transparent about that to you, that it comes at no additional charge to you. We make a very small commission on, uh, any products that you would happen to purchase using either the Butel link or the Amazon associates links for the items that we've talked about when you go to scannerschool.com slash session six. And, um, there is no extra bonus content this week. You'll find on the website a nice chart that's publicly available to go through each one of these scanners. Um, again, we want to thank everybody for submitting their feedback. You can do so at the website. Um, you can leave us a message via SpeakPipe when you go to the scannerschool.com uh, website. Or you can also leave us a voicemail. And we'd like to play the voicemails back on the air and answer your questions. And the number for that is 516 Again, our voicemail number is 516-308-2885. And again, you can follow us on Twitter by going to scannerschool.com slash Twitter or on Facebook at scannerschool.com slash Facebook. And we also have a Facebook community at scannerschool.com slash Facebook group. So I hope you'll join us next week for Scanner School number seven. We'll start getting into the topic that I think most of you have an interest in trunking we'll start with how trunking works and then we'll start making our way into the different protocols on futures future uh, or following sessions all right so until then i want to say thanks again for your support and keep the feedback coming and the questions and we'll be answering them live on the air 73 thanks for listening to the scanner school podcast be sure to visit www.scannerschool.com to access the show notes and bonus content